What's up, homegirls? <laughs> so, today's episode is going to be pretty short because I need to go pick up my daughter from daycare pretty soon. But I didn't want to put this off because I knew I needed to get it out there. So, the title for today is The Mommy and Daddy Issues Toxica. And the, the intention behind this episode is to help my homegirl who feels like she has mommy and daddy issues uh, find a little bit more compassion for herself and understand that she's not alone in this uh, area of her life <laughs> and um, establish some tools or some questions to help her get through the holidays because you'll probably be seeing them, <laughs> right? Or if you're not seeing them, that also might make you feel some type of way. So let's get into it. My definition of mommy and daddy issues is that you feel like your parents did something that is making you be some type of way and it's their fault. That's like the easiest way I can define it if you ask me. So I'm going to give you an example. Uh, I was in a really, really shitty relationship or I'm not calling it a relationship anymore. I'm borrowing Leanne's term situationship <laughs> um, years, years ago. Like, I, I can't, what, 20, damn, it's been a long time because I've been married five years, so like six years ago, seven years ago. It's been a long time. Point is, um, I felt like I had shitty-ass relationships and and all of the stuff because I had daddy issues. Like, when I met my husband, I'm pretty sure I told him, I had daddy issues, so be prepared, right? So by me telling him I had daddy issues, it was like my daddy issues were like my dad left when I was 11 or whatever. And no, he didn't left like I never heard from him again, but he left our home, our, our family dynamic and started, you know, dating someone else and then someone else who had kids and then like was helping her raise those kids and whatever else, right? Like, and then I ended up in my situationship because daddy wasn't there to like protect me, right? Like all of these things, that's what I considered my daddy issues. And I was blaming the fact of having these shitty ass relationships on him. And um, well, yes, there could be some truth to it. In these last few years that I've been doing this self-work and this healing, um, I realized that due to this like the life he was living at that time and i've talked about this before my dad is a recovered alcoholic um a recovering alcoholic but at that time like he couldn't have had the clarity to understand the decisions that he was making how they were going to impact me impact my future anything regarding that right because when you have um, issues with substances, alcohol, whatever it is, because it could even be like you could be a workaholic. I'm not saying that it has to be like alcohol or drugs or anything like shit. You could just be addicted to working a lot and not see your kids. Right. Like and then in the future, your kids are going to have some issues over that. But like he he was just doing the best that he could with where he was at at that stage of his life. Right. But for years and years 
especially before I became a parent, I couldn't see that, you know, like, and, and even like in this last year, now that I'm talking about it, I'm, <laughs> these become my little therapy sessions. As I'm talking about it, I'm thinking like, you guys have no idea, <laughs> no idea how many times I've listened to podcasts with people who grew up with like an alcoholic father and then their father got their shit together and and no, they didn't live happily ever after because the trauma of the things that the father did when he was under the, like, drunk, <laughs> best way to put it, um, those memories don't always go away, right? They could be sometimes, they could be, like, traumatic, so they stay with you. Um, so even, like, I'm 29 now, so even, like, last year when I was hearing these these episodes and these stories I remember one of the big ones that comes up to me is like Ed Milet was talking about his dad being an alcoholic and he was talking about like when his dad quit drinking and that his dad told him like, I'm going to go away so I can like stop drinking. And that he told his dad something like, I'm paraphrasing all of this y'all, but that his dad said something like, well, um, you know, your mom told me that if I don't stop drinking, that I'm going to lose her and I'm going to lose you guys. And so I'm going to go away and I'm going to get my stuff together and I'm going to come back. Right. And that, Ed was just like, okay, you know, whatever else. And they had the conversation. And point is the dad did get did get sober and like came back home and blah, blah, blah. Right. And while it was a great story, I fucking felt some type of way when I heard it. I cried and I was like upset because I was just like, I'm pretty sure my mom told my dad to stop drinking many of times. He had two daughters, you know, like he had a home. He had this all and he couldn't choose us. Ed Milet's dad chose him. Like, was I not good enough to be chosen? Was it because I was a daughter? Because like, I started going through all of these things in my head. And the truth is just that he, how could I expect him to make clear decisions when he was fighting all the shit that he was suppressing and all his trauma and all his shit? Like he, Again, he was doing the best that he could with the tools he had. He had like, no, this does not excuse him from the hurt that was caused necessarily. But it gives me an understanding. It gives me compassion towards him. And um, to date, my relationship with my father has gotten a lot better. I wouldn't say that it's where I want it to be quite yet. And that's because I... um. I think part of it is like a language barrier thing because my dad primarily his best language is Spanish and I don't feel like my Spanish is good, but I don't feel like I can express everything in the way that I'm trying to express it. Because you know how they say like, it's not what you say, how you say it, you know, like, so I just want that when I have the conversations with him about how I'm feeling and the things that I'm thinking, um, I want him to to not feel like I hate him over it because I don't, you know, like I do love him. He's my father. He never like no. There wasn't it, it wasn't like like he abused me physically or anything like that. It was just a lot of the mental and emotional stuff that I saw. Like I was like a indirect um the the trauma that I received was indirectly like it was never like directly towards me you know and therefore either because of him being so drunk he doesn't remember or he thinks because it was never directly to me 
um, that it didn't affect me that that bad or that it shouldn't have affected me that bad. And I actually like these are all just um, assumptions that I'm making right now. So I could totally be making an ass out of myself because I don't know what he's thinking because I haven't had the conversation with him yet. And so that's what I'm getting. That's my goal for 2023, I think, with my dad of just like being able to figure that out. Um, my dad, a little context is that my dad came to these states when he was like about 12. Um, so you can imagine like what his education level was like. He was hanging out with his older brothers. He started drinking very young. Then he became a parent by the time of 17. Like there was just not um, good tools and foundation and so he did. And I'm I'm sure I, here's another thing that I need you guys to understand. As shitty as life may have been with your parents, more than likely, it's at least 1% better than they had it. And I'm going to let that sink in, even if it's 1% better. Like, that's huge, right? Because that's all they were trying to do. And so much of the time, like, they don't, we're in an era and a generation right now where we have unlimited access to tools. Like, you could watch all these fucking YouTube videos and reels on, like, trauma and how to heal and, you know, like, all of this stuff, right? Like, you learn, like, you're even expanding your vocabulary. You're learning the difference between jealousy and envy and and more emotions, like, awe and anguish and curiosity and like, right? Like we have all of access to these things and the time to be able to look these things up. Our parents were probably in survival mode because their parents were probably in survival mode because culturally, like we come from a lot of hardship, right? And um, when it comes to moms, especially, I know that a majority of my listeners are Latinas. And if you're like first, even if you are... um are not even from this country like you immigrated here. But if you're first generation, first and a half, second, like most of the time Latinas have this interesting relationship with their mothers, to say the least. And it's and I've noticed that it's different between when you're the first gen and when you're like first and a half or second generation different. Like your mom was already born here. Like there's a little bit of a difference. But it's a very interesting relationship between mother and daughter. And um I don't think that that our mothers like our mothers gave life to us or took us under their wing because maybe they're not our biological mothers. But the fact is, shit, not being a biological mother doesn't mean that you're any less of a mother. You, The stress of like knowing that this life is under your responsibility is huge. So I don't want anyone to feel like a knock on their mom because they didn't like birth them or whatever, you know, because that's not the case at all. Like that, that person was trying to do the best and give you the best life that they could with what they had, right? And um, I was having this conversation with my husband too of just like how generationally sometimes like we're trying to change the conversations about just like what is racism or like sexism and all these things, right? And Sometimes we have to realize, too, that our parents are, um, I don't want to use the word victims because it's just, like, not a victim necessarily, but they are a product of, like, what they grew up seeing and hearing. 
And so a lot of the shit that they say and a lot of the beliefs that they have are subconscious. They've never questioned them, especially because at their era, if if in our era, some of us still got like the don't question, just just do what I say. Like you don't ask. I can imagine how their era was in their generation. So some of these beliefs are way more hard for them to undo and to even question. And so that is... um. That is kind of like all all the little things I wanted to get into for you guys to think about with your family going forward this holiday season and getting into 2023. Um, questions for you to think about is what was my parents' up- upbringing like? And if you don't know and if you talk to them, talk to them. If you don't talk to them, if you're in a season or a stage or even like you decided that talking to them is not good, maybe try and find out from someone who knows right? And this is just meant to help you establish a little bit more compassion. So question number two would be, how can I be more compassionate towards my parents or the mother or father, whoever it is that you're trying to be more compassionate towards? And then a third question would be, what relationship or not what relationship, but what kind of relationship do I want to have? with my mother, father, whoever, right? And then a fourth question I would ask is, how do I want to feel around my parents or my mother or my father? You guys get the get the point, right? So go through these four questions, figure it out, write it out, prepare yourself for if you're going to see them for the holidays. If you feel like you need a little bit deeper work, hit me up, DM me. I check those. Um, and you could DM me at Brand J Life Coaching. And even send me a voice memo. And usually, like, we can hash this out. We hash this out. <laughs> we can hash this shit out. Enough for you to have some tools to not go in feeling like you're going to have an anxiety or panic attack seeing your parents. And that's all for today, you guys. Kept it very short. I got to go get my baby from daycare. And... It was great talking to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Again, please rate, share, review, do the thing to help me get this podcast out. And I hope that this helps you, especially right now during the holidays that we're seeing a lot more family. And know that you're not alone. No, you are not the only ones with mommy issues, with daddy issues. We all got them. Even our parents got them. So you're not alone, amiga. I got your back. Happy holidays. Talk to you soon. Sincerely, Toxic and Recovery.